Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today, we're talking about Beauty and the Beast. So, of course, we're talking about the new movie, but I felt like I should have sung that. Beauty and the Beast. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was very good. But anyway, I was like, should I try to sound like Angela Lansbury? I know. Or should I try to sound like? Uh, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's so confusing now. I'm like Nanny McPhee or Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> we don't know. Nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're talking about <laughs> both movies, mostly the new one, a little bit the old one, and also... And the fairy tale. And also, the, yeah, the original 1740 yeah, the original. fairy tale. Or 1754. Okay. Which is, no, yeah, let's talk about, but we need, yeah, we're going to talk about the 1740 <laughs> and the 1750. No, I was just saying, because most people are familiar with the the plagiarized version. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we'll delve into all that. But first, it's Tasty Time, where we talk about what's going on in fiction food. Tasty Time. Yeah. All right. So what's going on in fiction food? Well, I would like to talk about Cucumber Quest. What's Cucumber Quest? What? It sounds like a video game. Or it something. does. It's, it's not. It's <laughs> so it's a web comic, of course, by Gigi DG. So this so it's a web comic that started, I believe, in about two thousand eleven, and uh, earlier this month. It's celebrated, yeah, it's six, sixth birthday. Um, anyway, and so online, and we'll put a link uh, to the, where you can read the comic online. Um, they just ended, or chapter four just ended. Anyway, but the reason why I bring it up is because later this year, there will be a graphic novel version of it. So a trade paperback. Oh, fun. Well, or a hardcover. Um, it comes out in October, um, but it's Cucumber Quest, The Donut Kingdom. What? Anyway, so it's a fantasy, and it's, like, the artwork is so, like, so, uh, I don't know, like, pretty, but also, like, the color tones and, and everything are very kind of, kind of, like, relaxing. I don't know. <laughs> that kind of sounds funny, but, like. No, I can see that. Yeah, like, I looked it up um, after you yeah. mentioned it. I love the color palette. It's kind of dreamy. I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, fantasy, and, yeah, the main character is a little bunny girl named Cucumber, a nerdy magician. Adorable. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, actually, a little bunny boy, maybe? I don't know. See, I haven't, <laughs> I have the, I have the graphic novel on pre-order, so I haven't gone Oh, you haven't like, delved into it yet. The, to read through the archives of the of the um, webcomic. But, so for the graphic novel, the webcomic is like being reworked a little bit, I guess. Or, you know, just maybe, um, just, you know, edited a little bit. But, I mean, I, I, it'll probably be the same 
story, mm-hmm. uh, but it's set to be, yeah, a four-book series. Uh, well, I mean, at, at this point, that's what that's what it's set up to be. Um, but yeah, so, and the, the main character... Oh my gosh, no, I can't... <laughs> The main character's name is Cucumber. It was super cute. And then, like, Almond is his sister. And, yeah. So, and there's Donut Kingdom. <laughs> and, they're, and they're rabbits. Excellent. And it says... So it's all food-based, um, yeah. Yeah, and the summary, the last line says, It's a heroic adventure that is sure to make you hungry for sweets and action. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm way more excited now... Because that sounds super cute. The main character is a little boy bunny. A little boy bunny. Because usually it's like, oh, girl bunnies or whatever. <laughs> it's a little boy bunny. That's just like how excited I was with the um, Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir that the boy is the cat. Right! Like, I know, yeah. Cause dresses cat, up as a cat. Cats yeah. are always I'm girls, like, yeah. And, cats are yeah, girls. And also and rabbits, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like if, if there's ever a... Like, yeah, like they're very feminine, but... Uh, it's like so that's cool anyway <laughs> yeah like I mean that's, that's the tasty time. that jogged my memory <laughs> for a minute like I mean did you ever watch what was oh my gosh Captain Bucky O'Hare are you is that what you're gonna no, say no no uh, um, cause he was definitely what's a that, rabbit what's that anime where uh Fruit Basket oh yeah okay Zodiac, yeah the, so yeah. the the bunny is a boy which was like surprising to me cause I think you're right I think like we do kind of Big bunnies feminine. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Well, I th- think the Playboy, I guess, right? Oh, it's God. Does Playboy. it really relate back to that? I hope not. I don't know, but it's Maybe. like in America. It's like, oh, the bunny. Oh, man. I don't I'm so American and sexist. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> no, it's Because also, <laughs> also in a lot of old anime, too, was the women dressed up as like okay, you know, yeah. like, the bathing suits with the fishnets or whatever. Right. And the bunny ears. Or, okay, but anyway, so cucumber quest. Anyway, also, also sexist. <laughs> There's a little rabbit boy named cucumber. It's not. It's not American centric. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, this. Yeah. This. This comic looks adorable. But also, Captain Bucky O'Hare was a green space rabbit. <laughs> okay. From from our childhood. I don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he goes where no ordinary rabbit would dare, Carrie. Like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so- no, I need to do. I need to like find a toy of him or something, and then like do some toy photography for next year. I'm gonna Google it later and be like, I totally knew who that is, but I really don't. Yeah, Yeah, okay. (laughs) This is totally off tangent, but he has green like a cucumber. Oh my gosh! And then this little rabbit's name is cucumber. Okay, synergy. All right, bringing it all back. What's your tasty time? Mine. I'll I'll mention very briefly because it's not actually fictionally based, but. The the synchronicity was too strong this week for me to, like, ignore it. So, you know, like, last episode, um, on our Beatrix Potter episode, we were waxing poetic about radishes. Yeah. <laughs> and your recipe includes radishes. So, like this week, two of my radishes. favorite podcasts are going on and on about radishes. And I'm like, my goodness. <laughs> so, it's not fictional, but it is podcast-related, so, like... I, I guess somewhat related. Well, and you had watched a big, uh, a show, like a cooking show that yes. we were doing radish. Yeah, so also, yeah, also yeah. I had, yeah, I was watching Top Chef. I was, like, catching up on the last season of Top Rise Chef. Rise of the Radish. Right, they had, like, a Rise radish the 
challenge. Yeah, so I'm like, oh my goodness. So, like, radishes are just, like, in the ether right now. So, um... (laughs) I just imagine them, like, floating around up there. Right? Like, what's that? What's (laughs) that? Spicy, yet slightly sweet smell. I know, it's it's so fresh and so crispy. (laughs) I don't know. Like, oh, so, yeah. Oh, daikon radishes. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, anyway. Should we roast them? Should we pickle them? I don't know. (laughs) I swear, (laughs) there there should be, like, a song. Is there a song about radishes? And, like, they talk about, there's some refrain about, like, the different ways you can cook them. Oh, man. Okay, if there's not, we're going to write it. Okay, and then we're going to do a webcomic about it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll make a character, a boy, and a a boy boy character that's, that's, like, dressed up as a, a stereotypically female animal named Radish. Yeah. Wait, Raditz. Ref- Raditz was already in Dragon Ball. Oh, but right, anyway. right, right. And then we're going to refresh our logo. It's going to be a rush. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, it's springtime. We like bunnies and we're super into radishes. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I was just going to mention that this week, like, two of my favorite podcasts, um, Throwing Shade, um, which is a fantastic Oh, I thought you were podcast. about to say something negative about someone. I was like, no! I was like, oh, what? what? I'm not Throwing Shade. The podcast throwing is radishes. called throwing, throwing Shade. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's a very good podcast. I'm not Throwing Shade on the podcast. <laughs> No, it's one of my favorites. I've listened to it for years. They, um, they're hilarious. Like, um, they, they cover, um, women's issues and LGBT issues, mm-hmm. um, but they're comedians, so it's very funny. But, like, this week they were, like, talking about, their, their intro <laughs> is just kind of, like, talking about random stuff, and they were just, like, talking about radishes. It's like, like us. Oh, oh my gosh. Our intro yes. is all random, and we're talking about radishes. Exactly. Ooh. I know. I'm like, wow, we, like, synced <laughs> up this week. And, yeah, and they're like, this is what little French... School children eat. I'm like, well, that sounds fictional enough for me. <laughs> so, hey, French. But, uh, we're talking about Beauty and the Beast, which is French fiction. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So then they were guests this week on another one of my favorite um, podcasts, Yo, Is This Racist?, which talks about <laughs> race issues. Throwing shade and Yo, This Is Racist. <laughs> Yeah, so I listen to a lot of like social commentary podcasts, and, and I, I, I love, like with a, with a you know comedic undertone. So you social like, commentary of radishes. So you don't want to like kill yourself afterwards. Yeah. yeah was, oh my god! But anyway, they were on that podcast, and they started talking about radishes again because I think the host <laughs> had listened to their podcast and was like, "Yeah, I heard you guys talking about radishes." So they they talked another good ten minutes about radishes. I'm like, my Rad- goodness, radishes so, are the thing. I couldn't, I couldn't let it pass, you know, so, like, radishes are in the air this week, and, yeah. <laughs> Every time you say that, it's like, watch out for falling radishes. I know, ah! <laughs> Good sign. Um, hey, so, unicorn frappuccino. Oh, did you have one? I did. Uh, like, the, I'm like... How was I'm it? I'm like, I've got it, uh, I've got it, I, I have heard it on day one. I heard the breezes are like rioting. Oh, for real? It's it's like a it's like it's super sour. Oh well, they hate making it. Yeah, I heard. Oh there was really? Like a plus, I like, got three. I got one it. for free because they couldn't wow. remember which one had the soy milk in it, and I was like, oh, no big deal. And they're like, no, we're making another one. I was like, well, it cool. looks it looks it looks gorgeous, but it's mango based, which I'm allergic to, and also like I don't like a lot of super sugary drinks. Like I'll take a sip and like it, but it's I can't. It's just like, sour. 
drink the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, well, it was only available for, like, what, like, four days or something like yeah, that? Yeah, five so. days. So that was fun. Right. But I think it wasn't... By a- the time this podcast comes out, it's probably yeah, gone, yeah, but yeah. Well, so... I'm a fan of unicorns. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't have one... Sucka. Just kidding. No, you're, well, you're you're not missing much. It sounds uh, uh, like. uh, no, it, it was fun. So, like, I saw, um, I don't know, like the night before, I like saw some something about it, and I was like, oh, that looks fun. Like, it's like kind of, it's not fiction food, but it's like fandom food. You know, like, oh yeah, because unicorns are like a thing now. I don't know, what, like, I know. I think yeah, there so are pretty, many different meanings to what unicorns mean yeah. in society today like these days so maybe that's why unicorn is like <laughs> i'm so. a unicorn are you how so because i'm the only me oh you sure are <laughs> <laughs> you're so special diana <laughs> anyway so yeah so, I, so I got I, took my, I surprised my daughter after school i'm like hey let's just chill on up the road and <laughs> go to starbucks and uh, and get a unicorn drink. Anyway, so we sh- we each got one, and it was... But it nice. turned out to be too sour for her. Like, she had most but of it, was... it, but then all of a sudden the sourness hit, I think. Well, I love sour stuff, so anyway. Oh, yeah, me pretty. too. I don't know. Maybe I should try to jump on that. I don't know. Anyway. Meh. I mean... Maybe not. It'll leave me with, like... It'll leave me with, like, beast on lips you for get, three maybe days. Maybe you can get it without mango. mango biz? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't do starbucks often like (laughs) i do starbucks very often and i get like plain coffee every time because i'm just too overwhelmed and i don't like super sweet stuff for a lot well i do like sweet stuff for like a bite i'm like can i have a sip of this like caramel macchiato and then have a regular (laughs) coffee please that's what i want yeah (laughs) i've tried to and i'm like can i have a sample and then a cup of coffee that's what i want (laughs) (laughs) i've tried to start going to because there's a starbucks just up the street and they have a nice atmosphere for writing like i mean i guess the stereotypes are true like you take your laptop to a cafe or whatever but anyway totally (laughs) but anyway Uh, but it's like a nice setup there yeah I, i'm working from home nowadays so i'm like kind of thinking maybe i should go work at starbucks just to get out of the house i don't know yeah like i go there to type up blog posts and stuff well and to work on my story and, st- and stuff like that but it's like yeah i need to get out of but but like i don't drink coffee so my my thing is and i still have to get in the habit of saying tall instead of small i'm like what you, what what even is that but they know what i mean they're all super nice so, Beauty and the Beast. All right. So, based on a 1740 slash 1754 fairy tale. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. French. So, yeah. Vill- Vill- Villeneuve. How do we say it? Villeneuve. Villeneuve. I don't know. <laughs> Lady V. <laughs> so, in. in Wait, what did we say? 1740? Lady V mm-hmm. wrote like uh what novella length it's like 100 pages i don't know like she wrote a long beauty and the beast that had like more background to the characters and stuff um still not a lot of like Mm -hmm. emotions about the characters but um like really detailed or fleshed out like setting and everything like that um and then yeah well like 14 years later 
then Lady B comes around, like, yeah, Lady B. She totally plagiarized. She just rewrote the story. Like, she pretty much copied the story, but just took out a lot of the details. Oh, okay. And that's, like, yeah, down, and put them so. in, like, a kid's fairy tale book or whatever. And, like, that's that's the one that most gotcha, people know. Gotcha, because I'm like, the story's... Yeah, the story's not that complicated, so, like, 100 Yeah, but, like, change some things a little bit, like, to make it more la-di-da or whatever. But but interesting to note that, like, it's uh, women authors. Like, yeah. I don't think I knew that before we started looking oh, into yeah, this. Oh, yeah, Like, that's lady, pretty cool. Lady authors. Um, and then in, like, the one that I, as a child, that I was familiar with, well, I mean, I mean, a version that always stood out to me was a Russian version, which was written by a, a dude. Um, but that was, like, a hundred years later, like in the 1850s or something like that. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. The Scarlet Flower. So, but it's, but it's very similar still. But I think that's a lot of, um, well, that's the Beauty and the Beast that the Russians know. But, but yeah, and Mikhail Baryshnikov, <laughs> that's what he... <laughs> Mikhail Baryshnikov. I think I... Have I talked about him? This So I have the stories from my childhood. Mikhail Baryshnikov, the famous Russian dancer. Like, when we were kids, he was the shiz. Like, I don't know if... Was there... I feel like I've talked about this already in, like, a different episode. I don't know if you have, because, like, I mean, I'm familiar with him somewhat, but, like, yeah. I don't know that you've talked so about him So back in before. the day, just kidding, back in... <laughs> Barnes & Noble had, <laughs> um, has this book, this compilation called Stories from My Childhood, and it's Mikhail Boroshnikov, um, just, like, talking about, or, or sharing his most memorable um fairy tales like that he but it's like um uh, it's like paired with cuz Ru- okay Russia has um i don't know how to describe it anyway Russian animations like they have i don't know how famous it is now but i think like in the animation world there's a time that kind of like a golden age of russian animations and i don't know it's because i uh, lived in germany as a kid um but like i want i saw a lot of these animations um anyway one of them is the tale of the crimson flower or uh, it's beauty and the beast um and this is it's one that mikhail barishnikov shared and it has like stills from the animation and stuff but yeah um so, and this, and this is, in this story, or this is one of the versions where, um, the main character has sisters who are jealous. It's kind of like a Cinderella situation. Yes. And I remember, I remember this from my childhood too, like reading this yeah. version, although I'm, I'm not sure like which version it was, but like, I remember her having sisters and them being selfish and she was just like, all I want is a rose, you know, um, they, they asked for like all kinds of, you know, jewelry and like stuff of their father when he was traveling. Yeah. And she's um, like, oh, you don't have to get me anything. And yeah. he's like, no, I, yeah, I'm going to get you something. She's like, well, all right. How about a rose? Cause like there aren't really there there aren't any roses growing around here, so just get me a rose or or just a scarlet flower, right? Or is what they got. 
And this is kind of reminiscent of, um, like, the Cinderella story, right? Like, like when she asked for, like, a branch of a willow or something like that, um, mm-hmm. of her father when he was traveling. So a I think theme, that's kind yeah, of a like trope. A, a running. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, and it was, and in some stories, like, she has brothers as well, but it's like the dad is a merchant and down on his luck, and then, like... Yeah, like, that that's the summary mm-hmm. I read, but I don't remember that version from childhood. I do remember her Yeah, and the sisters, sisters were dumb and jealous, yeah. and so she comes back to check on the dad, because he's just sad or whatever, and then she comes back to just, um, yeah, just to spend some time with him and make sure he's doing okay, and then, but, but she was on a time limit, like the beast is like, but you have to come back. Right, like for she could only yeah. you could stay a week. And the sisters yeah. are like yeah. are so jealous that they don't want her to go back, so that she can't live the life of luxury anymore at the beast's palace. And so they like set and well, one version they like set all the clocks back and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, they or they just beg oh, her yeah. to stay. I saw one version that they they put a. Uh, um, Onions yeah, in their eyes yeah, there so they go. would cry food, and food, make her yeah. stay. Yeah. And she believes yeah, so, that. Yeah, they coerce her to stay. Yeah, of course, because she's kind-hearted. Yeah, she's she's, like she's beauty, please. I yeah. remember as a kid, though, I was so. like, no, don't! Like, they're tricking you, or they're like... <laughs> Well, like, well, who cares? Like, she doesn't owe anything to him. Ah. Anyway, like, well, I mean, it's just there's just you know that so many awful people bad, pulling at her. so that they're just trying to trick Yeah, her. they're definitely bad, so anything... Anything as opposed to that would be good. But, like, yeah, yeah she has but then she does. But then she's like, oh, I wonder anyway. what the beast's doing. And she uses the mirror, and then she's like, oh, crap, he's dying. Because right. he's, like, heartbroken. And then she uses the ring. There's, like, a magic ring, and she transports. Anyway, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. So, so the whole flower thing, it's interesting um, because... Like, in Disney versions, it's, the flower is like a, or the rose, it's a rose instead of just, um, a scarlet flower. Um, but anyway, but it's like the countdown. It's like the sands of an hourglass or whatever, but it's a rose petals and that has become like the magical object as opposed to like in the early tales, it, it was just simply the rose is what caused the dad to be in the situation. You know, it, it kind of was the, what would you call it? It was the catalyst or whatever for everything happening. Yeah. But I, I, I like it how they kind of, like, um, combine those things because that way the flower has two meanings. Yeah, it is the reason that, yeah, they were imprisoned. But it's also, like, the reason that he's imprisoned in this, like, curse. Yeah, so it's, it kinda, so it's curious that the whole time, meaning, yeah. like, the, um, like, time is running out kind of thing was introduced. Because, like, he, the beast wasn't under a time constraint, like, for how long, he, you know, like, he had until this time to find someone to love him. Like, right. Yeah, like, in the original stories, like, you're just cursed yeah, until this until happens. until somebody falls you know, in love with you. you don't have, like, a... Yeah. And then he, and then... But he, like, gets a broken heart, and that's why he's, like, about to die. Right. And then she's like, what? I love you! Tears. And then crying <laughs> on him. You know, like, and that's... And that's 
but that imagery has always lasted <laughs> the image of him like of the beast like dying and then Belle, Belle or Beauty or whatever right. is like oh no crying on him with the rubbing onions in her eye yes. no just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do what you do. So, so yeah. So, so we mention. Um, so there are like three early versions, um, but there are a lot of retellings and things like that. Um, but yeah, what was it? Nineteen ninety. When was ninety one? Ninety one. Yes. Yeah. Yes, which is probably one of my favorite like Disney movies of all time. I watched and it I a feel ton like they, as a kid. But they also like it was Yeah. They did a good job of like cuz you could tell that they researched the like they added a lot from they did. Both of I the know, original versions. I know well, it, and, it seems yeah. very yeah like No, no, no. No, you go. Oh, go ahead. Go. Like pretty much yeah. Oh, I was just going to say like it, it seems pretty faithful to the original story, but maybe that's a that's a um a product of it being written in the 1700s, whereas a lot of these are, like, Grimm's fairy tales, and they're, like, from earlier times and are not as, like, logical, (laughs) we'll say, as this one. Like, this was a pretty good story. Um, But I guess I can't say that, because even, like, the Hans Christian Andersen stories are, like, crazy, and they're about from this time period, you know, from, like, later times. So, I don't know. Yeah, but this one, like... The story holds together, and they stay pretty faithful to that. Um, and, like, this movie was fantastic. Like, the the, the music's amazing. Um, it was nominated for Best Picture, like, like the first animated movie ever, mm-hmm. I think, to be to be nominated uh, for Best Picture for Oscar. But wasn't this, um, like, Disney's first foray into computer Using computers, like, cause the, wasn't it like the whole the ballroom? Oh, scene? I don't know. Like, there was something kind of groundbreaking oh, maybe. or really yeah. special about like. I'm pretty. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it was like, like the, the animation or whatever for Disney, but like, yeah, the whole ballroom scene was like that was done. Like the panning and everything was like done on the computer, and that was like whoa. Oh, okay. At the time, yeah, <laughs> like so, a big deal, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, it was a, it, it was a fantastic movie, and I, I think it holds up. You know, I've I've seen it like within the last like maybe five years. I've seen it. Um, yeah, it's a great film. And if we want to jump into, I mean, if you want to give your thoughts on that, but like if we um, want to jump into the current one too, like I have some thoughts as they were. Yeah, like, well, just like, like the, yeah, the animated one. <laughs> like, I mean, I haven't watched it recently. I mean, I watched it with my daughter, I guess, mm-hmm. or she watched it. Maybe I was floating around but I mean that was like years ago so yeah so that's not fresh in my mind but I mean I mean I did watch it as Mm -hmm. a kid I don't I mean maybe once I don't know (laughs) but like yeah (laughs) oh I watched it a lot in fact I have (laughs) yeah my sister and I like we used to get up like really early on the weekends like when we were like kids and yeah because see we didn't own Disney movies (laughs) like we, we no, oh, I know. Most people did. Like, kids, my, hus- yeah. my husband's family. Like, I don't know. A lot of people I know, like, yeah, they would have the... They would, like, own Disney. I don't know what we... We owned, like, Secret of Nim, and... I don't oh, know. We owned, I love like, that, those yeah. kind of- <laughs> The not Disney. 
Okay, those other non like Don Disney who who was Don Bluth animations. I know I was about to say, but then they were like creative differences. Anyway, right, right. <laughs> you're like you're like the yeah. rubble. You had the rubble Disney. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> we have the Dark Crystal <laughs> and yeah, the story and storyteller and <laughs> all right. Anyway, so yeah, Beauty and the Beast. But so yeah, so like. The fairy tales, like reading the fairy tales, is more of what I grew up with, and then, but um, but yeah, okay. but I do appreciate because like in the, because Disney took, they they like did the backstory too, which was in the original, um, but instead, but the thing is that Disney would not touch, <laughs> they totally went with the second telling, with the Lady Bee's telling, about how the prince. Like why he was turned into a monster. It was kind of, that's kind of like hearkening back to the Minotaur. Like the Minotaur got turned into the Minotaur because I mean he was like a prince or whatever, but he just had a really bad attitude, and so he got turned into the Minotaur. The original well, what was it in the original was, story. Oh my gosh! So the original is prince, his mom and dad, king queen, king died. The queen had to like. Um, like fight in a war or whatever to protect the kingdom, and then so she's busy like like trying to save the day, and then so the little baby prince needs to be taking care of someone. So it happened to be a fairy who was evil, <laughs> and then so, oh, so yeah, basically it's like ab- absentee like dead dad absentee mom, and then this like evil fairy nanny. Who, oh okay. When, as he grew up, as he became an adult, like. Sh- the fairy tried to seduce him and like marry him but he's like uh no so then she turned him into a beast <laughs> like so that was kind of oh, like weird. a that's a kind weird of like, take well, on it you're, you're gonna shun me so i'm gonna curse you or whatever and so, yeah yeah so that's what that is but then and then apparently beauty was only um pretending well i don't know if she knew but anyway she was for her protection, she was adopted by a merchant who right. had just lost his daughter. And so Beauty... Well, her name wasn't Beauty. It was just... She happened to be beautiful. I don't... We, I don't, we never even got... We never got her real right, name. Right, of course. But, um... So she was adopted by the merchant for her protection because she was actually a princess. And, like, the evil fairy was trying to kill her because the evil fairy was like, I'm going to marry your dad. And another story... Um, or, or in some version, like the fairy is like beauty is the child of a king and a fairy. I don't know. It got a little confusing, but like, so yeah, so she, so beauty is actually a princess. Yeah. This is so, this is so interesting and yet so convoluted. Like, I can see how it got yeah, boiled well, I'm down. Hor- to I'm horrible at, like, trying to these <laughs> or, like, summarize things. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. No, no, I like it. And, I, and I mean, like, in in the case of the Beast, like, I feel like they, they took a, a piece of that, at least in the movie, um, like, that he was a little more blameless, you know, like, he became this horrible creature because of his raising, whether it yeah, was because that of was, his father or because of the Yeah, that they were you know, trying to... Not blameless, but, like, well, you know because, what I mean? because, um... Yeah. Like, a lot of... Like, it is very Greek, like... Because in, like, Greek 
in the Greek mentality, like anciently, it's like you need to be nice to everyone. Like if a beggar comes to your door, or yeah, if like an old woman comes to your door, well, it's like the yeah. whole hospitality. Yeah, it's the whole hospitality too, thing yeah. we've we've talked about several times. Several if you're times, not like it's come up kind a bunch. to yeah, those in like, need. Then you know they could be a powerful being in disguise, like a god in disguise or something, and you will be cursed or yeah. whatever. Uh, or blessed if you, you know, are good to them. And so, yeah, in this case, it was, you know, a powerful sorceress or whatever was in disguise as a as an elderly woman in need. Um, and that he was so conceited that he, like, turned her away. And and that, I mean, it was like that in the animated version, right? Like, but it, but you're right, in this new, in the live action version, it kind of gave a little bit of background that, like, he had a really terrible dad, and then, but, a, like, a really nice mom, but she died, and then the dad, like, basically warped him to become a mini-me, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And then, I, <laughs> then I guess he died, yeah. the dad died. Yeah. And then, I mean, because the prince was just on his own, right? Like, but he had already been changed for the worse, I guess. Yeah, it was just super conceited, which was like, yeah. Gaston was super conceited, too. Right, and who knows how he became the way he was. Maybe he had a bad childhood. We don't know. He had a bad <laughs> something. But, yeah, but I, but I thought that was interesting. Like, it really stood out to me in the live action was that, like, actually Gaston was like, charming in the beginning like he was he was silly, he wasn't that like, bad till he tried to like kill the beast that's pretty awful but like yeah i mean he was like an wolves. asshole but like yeah. who else is better in that town you know <laughs> so. yeah but like i didn't even get the sense that bell ever even gave him i was like geez bell like he's actually being kind of charming like he really likes you and he really likes you yeah and, not, and she hadn't seen that like because you're different awful side like of he him. likes you because you're different like, he likes you because you're not like the other girls. Like, yeah. Well, okay. Was, He's not that bad, but also like a... girls don't settle. All right? So. <laughs> well, well that... no, but I mean, like, she could have, like, that was just the, I mean, we know, they probably have a whole history where, like, every day he's like, yeah, that, that's what it, with me. That's Take what it, out with me. That's but, what like, it felt like, you know, like, yeah, exactly. They've lived but there from their whole, our perspective, they've lived we there only their whole saw, lives, yeah. Yeah, but we only saw her, like, nope. I'm like, yeah. Although, dude, like, know, have a picnic and ask him to read a book or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, I don't read. He might be illiterate. There were, there were illiterate characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I f- so, yeah. Yeah. And then he abruptly changed, which someone, well, there was something that I read, um, I'll have to uh, find a link to it later and and uh, add it. We'll add it to the show notes. But um, it was kind of talking about villains, like from a writing perspective. But it was using Gaston from the mm-hmm. animated version as you know the example where, like, the first half of the movie, he's actually charming and kind of like well, you know what it is, fun or whatever. Like then... this is all. I've started thinking about this more as I've been kind of like digging into the meanings of the original story so Mm -hmm. like some of the themes are it's kind of meant to reflect arranged marriage you know like you might uh, so this kind of plays into that like i mean you might 
be married well, to Well, there this... was no Gaston character until Disney, too, which well, is... Well, yeah, but I'm saying... I, just something to note, but sorry. I, that, yeah, that I mean, yeah, thing. but it plays into the same theme, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. like, I mean, you might be married to this beast, and you're, like, dreaming of this... Oh, your options like, are... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, this, like, handsome... You know, swap this cocky, murderous person or... guy. You know, like like on the surface, like he's yeah. a real catch or whatever. You know, but then you get married to this piece. But underneath, like one's a real, you know, jerk, and then one's very kind and caring and reads books and whatnot. You know, and I, I don't know. So yeah. it it is kind of like I mean, it plays into the same theme, even though it wasn't a part of the original story, of course. You know, but yeah, but you're yeah. but you're right. Yeah, the original theme or yeah was or like you're you're going to me, and that's the thing. I mean, girls, it's it's yeah. so sad because for any girl, it doesn't matter who she's married to, he's going to seem like a beast. Like because you probably met him once or twice. And you get married to him purely for advantage, you know, and he's probably older than you and you're scared and you're, I mean, I mean, it's horrible. Like, that's your life, you know? And, and so it's just kind of like kind of reassuring you that like, oh, look under the surface. He might be a nice guy. He might be. (laughs) You don't know (laughs) until you're like already completely his prisoner, like in the, in the situation. I mean, hopefully it'll work out for the best for you. Maybe not. But also like, you know, of course young girls are going to dream about their other options and you know, their other option might be very handsome and good at hunting and likes to decorate with antlers. (laughs) So, (laughs) so. (laughs) And it's, Five dozen eggs. Yeah, exactly. He's like <laughs> roughly the size of a barge. You know, you know, you don't know her dream, who her dreamboat's going to be. So, like, <laughs> literally, her dreamboat. Because <laughs> it's the size of a barge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I mean, it, it plays into the same theme, but it's also just kind of a very sad theme that, like, you have to write fairy tales to kind of get girls through their everyday reality. You know. Yeah. Well, also. So. Um, well, you know, like you mentioned, that the original versions were written by um, ladies, and they were both, I think, you know, in arranged marriages or I'm, like I'm marriages sure, that were I'm like sure political and stuff. Everyone at that time was. There were no yeah. love marriages in the 1700s, period. Um, you know, <laughs> so. well, and like the Beast totally sent back like huge dowries and stuff. Like, I mean, he right. sent back. Exactly. Well, I mean, it he, didn't say that it was a dowry, but I mean, but I mean, he's doing what he, he needs to do to marry her tons at the time. Of dresses yeah. for the other sisters and this. Like, this story is like the totally creepy Stockholm syndrome story it is of today. Yeah, but at the time, like it was le- trying to be pre- like a pretty a, legit. You know, it yeah. was a fantasy, but it was. I mean, so like fantasy is what we wish would happen. So even, I mean, I don't even know if the if the original story was written as, um, like a morality story, I think the second one was more, was adapted to be more of a morality story, but I feel like the first one was written as a fantasy, like the author was, you know, knowing the situations of the time, like knowing her own situation was like, okay, nice. Wouldn't it be nice if this, you know, like the true fantasy of escapism, if you could travel and if you could have an adventure and like, you could like do all these things that like if you, well, I mean, cause the world was, yeah, women get married, but, but Hey, let's, 
you know, and arra- their arranged marriages or whatever. But within that structure, like, let's daydream. Yeah. Like, let's make it that it's actually a prince. Like, <laughs> a prince in disguise. Yeah, best case scenario yeah. of the structure, yeah. Yeah, we, so we talked in other episodes, um, I think we mentioned about the animal husband archetype. Yes. Yeah, and so this, well, I mean, she didn't marry him right away or whatever, but it was, you know, that he declared her mistress of his palace and, you know, in the, in the original one, and he would like ask her to marry him every night. Um, and then she would, she would say no, thank you or whatever, but, (laughs) and then they would just go about, you know, she was still the, the lady of the place. Um, but, but yeah, it wasn't, and, and then the very end when she says yes, and then they become engaged and then the next morning she wakes up and, and he's a prince. And so, like, it's, it, so it's interesting, like, it's very similar to even older stories where there is, like, an animal type, like, a a man cursed to be an animal, um, and then it's the, the, kind of, like, a heroine, you know, I mean, Belle doesn't, like, go out and do things, like, east of the sun, west of the moon, or, you know, that kind of story, but... But she, I mean, she is the one that breaks the spell, so I guess she's kind of, like, the, <laughs> the heroine. But, yeah. But, anyway, I just thought it was kind of, like, it kind of goes within that. Um, yeah, so, like, throughout the ages, it's, like, m- men, this, like, symbolism or whatever, or, like, the the whole, like, the men are turned into beasts, and then the <laughs> woman, like... Or, or, well, or basically, it, the men are beasts, and, the men and are you beasts. as a woman can tame him if you do the right thing, and you're... Well, that, isn't that every woman's fantasy, that you can change the man? <laughs> like, Is that your fantasy, that, or, or you're like... No, are, I just mean... Well, it's a delusion. Well, it, but okay, like, that's a delusion <laughs> in modern relationships, and a yeah. best-case scenario in these, like, arranged marriage... Well, that, yeah, that's what I yeah. mean. Like even anciently, yeah, okay, yeah. it was that like totally. so. Like you had to rely, you had to rely that... on it at that point. But even now, like you, you want to like, um, yeah, yeah. That is a thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> women want so to save, curious, save men and like been... do this type of thing for centuries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, so... still a thing. All right, so <laughs> let's go back to the very first song. What's the opening song okay, well, for both of them? Well, I was gonna ask you like what you thought of this new movie yeah so i went to see it with smalls with amelia and um and we enjoyed it um like it wasn't like well amazing but i mean yeah we enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i was like amazing i don't know like because well look I mean, there were, like, cute parts let me, and pretty Okay, parts I and think overall, that's my opinion. But, like, parts. let me temper it with this. I have not liked any of these, like, Disney live-action movies, and I've seen them all. Uh, like, they've all mm-hmm. been fine. They've all been okay. You know, like, I haven't hated any of them, but I haven't really liked any of them. I really liked this one. And, like, now that I start thinking about it, like, I could start picking, like, apart pieces of it. But, like, overall, I really enjoyed it. I was in a really good... Yeah. I was in a really good mood. I had some tears. I had a, I had a three-year-old, like, in, in my lap <laughs> while I was watching it. Aww. So, like, I already had, a like, a warm, fuzzy feeling. Yeah. Just like, oh, you know, this is sweet. But, um... Well, Amelia did say that she had wonderful tears oh, at the end. Oh. 
because that's what she says when yeah. she because we've we've you know I've explained to her a, a while a long time ago that like tears can happen when you're happy as well as sad. Anyway, so she calls them wonderful tears. That's so sweet. If it, but but she was sad. Like it was the part at the very end. You know when the beast. Well, we've already talked about when the beast is like dying yeah. or, like, or dead. Dead, I guess. At the in the movie, it's like he actually died. But but you know, and then so she so she had had sad tears, but then they turned into happy tears because <laughs> like like he was brought back to life and yeah. oh, and also can I just say so before watching this movie, I like watched all of Legion. <laughs> On, okay. on like on Hulu, <laughs> yeah. Legion is a is a TV adaptation of um, Marvel's X Men like character Legion, or I don't know if he's in the X Men or like anyway, it's tied into that. Yeah, but it's that actor who played the Beast. Oh, Dan Stevens. <laughs> Oh my god, I have thoughts. Is that his name? I have thoughts on yeah. him too. Oh my god. <laughs> well, but it was weird because Legion, like, this show is, like, very mental, like, it's mentally disturbed character. Let me, he, or, like, has a, a mutant in in his head. I have so and, many like, thoughts. And, like, it's twisted and crazy. I was, I was astounded. So that's what I, Okay, let me tell you this. I've been watching. His facial expressions were exactly the same. I've been watching like, him for years <laughs> on Downton Abbey. Because oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, so he, he's I I didn't even yeah. So he's like, yeah. But, but okay. my opinions on him changed because like I had been watching him for years on Downton Abbey and he's fine. He's like doughy and nice, but kind of a jerk. Like I mean, I mean whatever. He's meh on Downton Abbey. There's this movie. It's like a, I don't know, like, what even category it's in. It's, like, kind of like a horror thriller movie, The Guest. Um, he's in that movie. He has an American accent. He's uh. he's so buff. And, like, he's amazing. Like, he's so suave and, like, cool and badass. And I'm like, who am I watching? I'm like, I don't recognize this guy. Like, I know I've been watching him for, like, years as, like, dorky Dan Stevens. So, anyway, like... Well, if you see him in Legion, because, yeah, yeah, he also does American accent. He must have a range, because, like, yeah. It's crazy. I I was blown away when I saw him in The Guest. I'm like, why am I attracted to this guy? He's such a dork. So, well, I don't know if he'd be attracted to him in Legion, but, like... Well, I mean, not even attracted to him, but, like, I mean, a little bit, but... But he's just so different, like, so he does have a range, you know? So, like, he's a good actor. And so is Emma Watson, yeah. my God, like... But I had Legion yeah. in my head as I saw okay, the Beast's facial expression, gotcha. so that threw me off. But, yeah, Emma Watson, man, she has, like, this... What is... What would you call her? She has, like, this, this like, expression where she, like, cuts her eyes... What do you, it's kind of a little bit like sour expression or like, like incredulous expression or something. I don't know. I can't describe it. But like she had that at one point when I think she probably should have been not looking like that. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Hermione, like, what? Oh, no, you're all so Herm- cynical. Her Hermione was coming out. <laughs> yeah, well, her, her whatever. She, I mean, well, basically being the only like person actor in this movie, you know, because everybody else was like, CGI, like I, she carried it, and I thought I thought she was fantastic. I loved her. You know, I've heard, I've heard some bad reviews. I disagree. I think she was awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, I loved her a lot. And okay, my my other thoughts on this movie. 
As far as, like, the live-action Disney movies go, again, I haven't liked hardly any of them. This one was, like, the truest to the animated movie, um, Mm -hmm. which I think worked in its favor because, like, it gave us everything we wanted seeing, like, the animated movie brought to life, plus filling in some gaps, you know? Like, so there were some new songs, there was some backstory, um, we got a woods witch, and we got a plague doctor, oh my god. And we got a dog ottoman. Wait, that was in the, was that? No, there was a dog ottoman. That was in there. There was a dog ottoman. Yeah, but there was a plague, there was a plague doctor, I can't believe they showed that. That was creepy as hell. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. For like a split second. Less than a second they showed it, but... And they brought in the book, which was in the original story. Oh, okay, yeah. So they did add in some, like... Because the original story is, like, there was a book, or was it a mirror? I can't remember. Anyway, that she could, like, look at the outside world and, like, you know, see plays and all this, you know, different things. And so, yeah, in the movie, I thought that was cool that they... They yeah, because like book that, that they could travel my, that through. That was one of my favorite parts of Cinderella that they added in the like part of the branch, you know, because like that was mm-hmm. like an original thing. Although I didn't particularly enjoy the rest of that movie, <laughs> like this one, this one I was positive on. Yeah. Well, also the whole going into the book thing, they like there is a a book <laughs> like a novel about like it's like a story about Belle. It's like a little side story about Belle, like, traveling into the book or whatever. Like, it's a book. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a novelization or a novel. Anyway, I, <laughs> they have they have books based on this live action movie. Like, um, I don't know, a couple of, yeah, I don't know what you call them, but they're novels. But they're based on this live action movie. Um, but, like, yeah, it's like a little, one of them is like a spinoff of Belle, like, traveling into the book. So I guess it's like a story that takes place while she's you know, before the end of the movie, like while she's living with the beast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, about the book. And she goes into the book. <laughs> I haven't read it, but the book. Yeah, the plague thing. Yeah. And she and then she brought back the little rattle. Yeah. The little rose rattle. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. <sighs> so shall we get into food? Yeah, the dogs were eating fish heads in the market. <laughs> I did not notice that, but interesting. And the dude with the bread, wait, was the bread, and Belle's just, like, putting stuff in her pockets. I don't know. Like, <laughs> what was the, there's something funny, funny about the dude with the bread. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody's twirling around. When she's, like, it's the bonjour song or whatever, and yeah. she's walking through the town and just, like, talking and are singing and like <laughs> grab there's a dude with the bread like the baker and then the egg the guy selling eggs and like people doing stuff with fish throwing fish around and the dogs are eating fish heads and there's a lot of food activity going there, on there in the was. background yeah and and because i mean it's like the morning so everybody's going to the market everybody's picking there's up their bacon stuff. And the bread is stale. There's, there's bread. There's, Something's too expensive. There's the crazy woman who needs six <laughs> eggs. <laughs> I'm like, so. Yeah, and they, are they too expensive? I, listen, okay, so, like, I always forget to take, like, a little notebook with me, uh-huh. but I have a pen, and so I'm like, oh, let me use this receipt. This, like, really long receipt that I happen to have. 
Oh, because I because we went to Auntie Anne's and got Auntie Anne's and got some uh, soft pretzels before the movie. Anyway, so <laughs> I've got this really long receipt, and so I was like in the dark writing down stuff, like hoping that my line stayed straight. <laughs> so that's what I have written down. Was you call this bacon? The bread is stale. <laughs> it's something, and something is too expensive. And I think it was the eggs. They're talking about the eggs being yeah. too expensive. No, that sounds like <laughs> typical bartering, you know? Yeah, or, or bargaining, yeah, for stuff. Yeah, and at some yeah, point the dog is sold, eating fish heads. And sold their products so you can get it for cheaper. Yeah. I think this is later about the dogs eating the fish heads. Mm. It's like around the time that Gaston steps on the cabbages. He steps squarely on he those sure cabbages. He sure does. Yeah, so he <laughs> comes into her house, which is her, like, on, like personal garden or whatever and like each step he like smashes a cabbage which is like food they have to eat like I mean that's that's their home well I mean she should have been like dude you're freaking stepping on my cabbage yeah like she didn't react she didn't react strongly enough I don't think (laughs) Gaston kept stepping in like muddy puddles and stuff too it was kind of weird yeah like are you watching where you're walking he was a little bit clumsy like maybe not clumsy but like yeah, because then the horse... Well, I think that's split, kind of the like, point. Like, he's such a presence that he can just kind of barge through the world and, like, have yeah. no... Yeah, like, it has no... But he, like, was, like, him. stepping yeah. in puddles and, like... Yeah. Like, a little bit clumsy. And was, like, yeah, yeah. So... Anyway. Yeah. All right, so we had the opening scene with the market and whatnot. Um, the next big food, food scene is when she has become a prisoner and we have the Be Our Guest song, which, you know, of course, was, like, a big thing in the animated one and a big thing in this movie too and I'm glad they kept that because it was okay, pretty fun. What I want to know were there people who got turned into napkins? <laughs> Bless you. Sorry. <coughs> Sorry. Do you, do you need a person napkin right I now? I know. I know. Speaking of napkins, <laughs> I could really use them. Sorry, I have allergies. Because the napkins were dancing. They were like flying thinking, around and dancing. I was like, oh my gosh. Because everything that moves is a person, right? My thought was with that is that everybody who was at the party at the beginning got turned, got into, turned like, into a napkin. Yeah, like <laughs> a napkin or a spoon. Like, cause the, there were too many things like moving. There was like a spoon scene. Yeah, so that I think, was like, like a million people. Like the, the, got ser- the servants are like actual people, but then there's a bunch of secondary ones. I think those are the party guests. I'm I'm 100 percent sure this is yeah. Not, what happened to them at the end? But this is like my theory. <laughs> like we had the musicians. Yeah, there were the musicians, and then like. Oh, what guests. happened to the fancy? Yeah, the guests. Well, all the guests ran out of the room, and that's why I'm thinking they got turned into secondary. But I mean, at the very end, when everybody turned back to normal. Oh, I'm sure they ran out the back door, and they were like, "Hell no!" I'm not or maybe they were this. still in the kitchen. They oh, were like folded up. They were what, folded up in the drawers in thing? the kitchen somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Can no. you imagine they turned back into people ah, and all... like grow inside <laughs> the like. <laughs> And of course it was like a stone thing because it was a castle. My God. How yeah. horrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're all dead. Anyway, all they're, dead they're inside the, Oh, anyway, this turned dark. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, what happened to Chip? Somebody had a meme. I saw that. <laughs> that's, that's so sad. Why couldn't they just had like, he had a little nick in his ear? It right? didn't have to be his brain or whatever. Right, like, right. Aw. 
much. No. My thoughts okay. at the end of, of the movie, though, when they did turn back into people, I loved how they were integrated with the village. You know, like, some of the servants at the castle... <laughs> Cogsworth! <laughs> well, no, they were married to people in the village, and that seemed so, like... It yeah. seems so accurate because it seems like the poor people in the village, like it would be your dream to get like your a uh, position working at like the local fiefdom castle or whatever. You know, I don't know. Like my history is a little rough, but you know, you know what I mean. Like it's I'm, weird. It seems like, I mean, that checks out to me mentally in this like kind of like weird mesh of history. <laughs> that well, this movie takes place in because it it like. This this movie actually introduced time to it, so it means that the curse only happened like a, a decade ago, or like oh, okay. I mean, yeah. So like the people remember each other. It hasn't been like they've been like this hundred well, years, two hundred years, whatever. Yeah, because years. other versions, it makes it seem kind of like a Sleeping Beauty kind of thing, where yeah, it's like being kind of lost to memory and yeah. this curse is happening. But yeah, this one. But it, but I wonder if part of the curse made the made people forget that the, there was this huge ornate gorgeous palace like just a hop skip and a jump through the woods right. like yeah that is well and yeah, the path was magically um barred i guess until you know it was convenient right. for someone to get there but like Cause it was well it was definitely enchanted i i did like the the part that it was like summer in the village and then like immediately as soon as they get into the forest is which is from the original story i yeah. love that i love that you know because like yeah that does make it like an enchanted more forest. ominous yeah, and, yeah yeah i like it it's kind of like the frozen sleeping, in time kind the of sleeping thing. beauty palace you know she's got the the briars all around this is like it's yeah. winter all, in, all around this castle though yeah nice. yeah so it did seem like nobody remembered or like knew about but until the very end, then it was like when the enchantment was broken, then everybody was like, "Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh I, yeah," because well, one person went into the the old dude went into the place. He's like, "There's something familiar about this," so everyone must have been yeah, it must have been just forget- like en- enchanted. I mean, yeah. whatever. I can write it off as enchanted. Anyway, I just mean that was kind of an interesting. Um, I liked that though. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I liked li- it too. I liked the tie of the. But it was kind of subtle. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. then. It, that was nice. And then, yeah, and Stanley Tucci losing his teeth. Cause oh my god, because he was little. a piano or, or harpsichord yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. That was anyway, great. That I was great. Stanley Tucci. Yeah, there were so many good actors that you didn't see the whole movie. Yeah, Ian really... McKellen and, yeah. But yeah. they had their voices, I guess. Right. So, well, okay, so this it, beer, oh, yeah. this beer Augustine, we do <laughs> have several cracking. food mentions. Um, the gray stuff is delicious. Yeah, so let's talk about the gray stuff. Yeah, which was... Okay, so in in the animated film, it looked like kind of like foie gras or something. It was like this gray foie gras. Stu- like, stuff. Like a, pat- a pate or whatever. And it looked more like? like caviar in the... Um, yeah, it looked like little... Yeah, like a little balls or whatever. It did, I was like, yeah, what? Like in the movie. Yeah, so... <laughs> like, they changed... It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, try the weird gray food. It's Where does good. the food come from? If they're all animated objects. Diana is enchanted. Hello. <laughs> come on. What a nice sorceress. 
Well, you know, she doesn't want them to die immediately. She wants them to live 100 years and contemplate what they did. Which also, I like, it just, a thought arose. Anyway, but, like, the prince, that he's cursed, but his, but he's also, okay, so he's cursed to be a beast, but also he's cursed uh, with the responsibility of knowing that he all he cursed other people like he caused other people to be cursed like like he's responsible for all of those napkin people <laughs> i mean he's responsible for like every well, single i was just thinking like how i'm not that concerned with that because lady like that in, is. In, in general life as a landowner and as a employer yeah. then he is kind of cursed with their fate as well you know, or kind of, but like everybody got cursed, not just him, right? You know, but like yeah, it's yeah, like, but but think about that. Like, I mean, they're his employers, and suddenly, like, he has a downturn in his fortune, and he has to fire them all. You know, I mean, like yeah. in, in real life, you know. So, so I'm saying, like, their their fortune is based on his as well. So it's yeah. not like it's not like in today's day and age, like. If well, I guess to, yeah. My modern mentality, yeah. I'm thinking, whoa, like yeah. how much no, more at the, of at a the time, at the time, weighty like, thing. Yeah, your service is a hundred percent like dependent on your employer's uh, yeah. success. Or so I was just kind of like, yeah. meh. Yeah. Of course, they're all cursed. Like whatever. <laughs> no, yeah, but, I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't yeah. that concerned with that. But even in the movie, they did give it a little bit of like morality. Like, yeah we were there when he was a child and his father was corrupting him and we did nothing so here we are cursed. So, like, yeah. I mean, they, they gave a little bit of thing, but even with the original interpretation, like, yeah, of course. Like, do they deserve that? Well, in that? the original one... I mean, do they deserve that? No, but, like, is that their fate? Yes. Like, in the original question. one, yeah, so. um, I think everything is just, like, I can't. I can't remember. Like I kind of skimmed through some of the Lady V's one, um, and I can't remember. Like at the very end, I don't know if it was Disney that introduced. I think it was maybe Disney that introduced the whole, you know, enchanted servants and stuff. Yeah. Um, like, well, of course, Disney loves to do like the sidekicks and the inanimate objects coming to life and stuff like that. Yeah, where is the brave the brave little toaster? But that was there were no toasters. But anyway, so. AKA the most frightening <laughs> movie ever. Aww. Oh my god, Aww. that movie gave me, night- gave me nightmares as a kid. Yeah, they went the, to Mars too. The dream where they were in a fire like that was my nightmare for a long Aww. time. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I think in the original there weren't all the like all that there weren't like servants turned into well yeah i didn't well i mean i I meant like the story without the new added stuff in the new movie like still made sense to me in the original like meaning of it so i'm whatever yeah i'm like i'm I'm, like kind of crossing all the (laughs) yeah i know for some for some (laughs) reason like it just when that was one of the things that i thought of was like or that was brought up, maybe when they were talking about, yeah, maybe when Mrs. Potts was like, yeah, we chose to, like, be with him, or we chose, and we didn't do anything when his dad was, anyway, but yeah, so, but I was just thinking, yeah, like, he's cursed, like, he is cursed because of his attitude, 
Like, he, that's why he was cursed, but then everybody else... So, like, more than just, like, him learning his lesson, he also has the added weight of... But, yeah, you're right. Like, of course, he's a ruler, so... Yeah, like, but, like, what does always he care? I mean, honestly, in the 17th century, like... Well, but I just mean, like, in this... The way that he's portrayed, they're making him more human, you know, like, not just... Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, he does feel guilty for that. I just yeah. mean, like, a human, as a human yeah. being, like, yeah. in the Disney movie. <laughs> or, I mean, like, in a... Like, we're supposed to like him, eventually, you know, like... Right, right. No, 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 I'm just saying, in the yeah. cruel history of the world, he doesn't care about them, and... Well, they're that, more like that, property or whatever. And so, that's not but... a fault, that's not a fault to him. That's just how the world works, you yeah. know? So, whatever, it's, it's awful, but that's just how it is. So. I was yeah, I was just thinking about his like the weight of his curse is more yeah, than yeah, just yeah. his. No, own. he d- yeah, he does have that yeah morality. So hopefully on him. he's feeling he was feeling a little bad about that. No, but, he was, um, and he he did say things to that effect. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, back to food. Um, in this same VR guest song, we have um, beef ragu, cheese souffle, pie and pudding on flambe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so we have a series They're like things of that I didn't even know what he was saying. Like, probably just all French stuff. But like... Yeah, yeah, front. <laughs> French stuff. Yeah, and, and the thing is, this this meal is so anachronistic. It's not even, it's not even funny, but it's also who cares because it's fun. I mean, it's all like... I mean, they're taking like current French tropes and... Or, not tropes, but like current French like things, I guess. And like... Um, putting in them into this setting, which is, like, supposed to take place in the past. And, like, I'll talk about that in a little bit, because, I mean, there's, like, baguettes just laying around, which weren't a thing <laughs> till the, the mid-1800s. So, yeah, my recipe that I'll talk about in a little bit, which I'm planning on making this weekend, is, like, a 1700s French bread. <laughs> yeah, not... Baguettes. <laughs> yeah, there are like baguettes all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and like, yeah, hors d'oeuvres. They would not have served hors d'oeuvres like that. I mean, come on. Yeah, so, I mean, stuff like that, which is fine. You know, it, I mean, it's cute. Did she even this, get to eat anything? Like, all the plates were no, just yeah, flying around. They, they present her with all this food, and like, she's trying to, even in this, like, the, the um, thing, she's like trying to grab it, and she can't, and it's like flying all over the place. It's like she's the Mad like, Hatter's tea party when they keep it. Like, is, it is. Moving she's down more, the table. And she she's more Alice than a guest <laughs> at this, yeah, at, at this thing, yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah. One of the greatest scenes. So, Chip, when she, because he's the tea, he's, right. the, he's got the tea, and then she's all, Chip's getting some action, like, she, well, I did that scene, I was like, man, like, her lips are just all over Yeah, it's, Chip. A little, it's a little weird. I did notice that, like, she did drink by, like, holding her saucer up, like, rather than, like, just grabbing him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Chip. Yeah. So, well, that's the is, problem. Which is a little weird. But then he blows a bubble of tea. Yeah. Yeah. Did they, did they drink tea in 17th century France? I'm not 100% sure. I don't um, know. Yeah, where is all where is all this um That seems like a more recent the research. I know. Like, I know. That's Arabi- like a whole Arabian thing, research thing to you do. know. I don't know. Yeah, so I got to check up on that. Um <laughs> I, but Mrs. I, think, I think they Potts, just drink I think they just drink alcohol the whole time. You know, they had like a <laughs> a, a or whatever, you know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Potts, she had the quote 
Now let me see if I can find it. Like the, um, most troubles seem less troublesome after a bracing cup of tea. Yes. And then, yeah, and then Chip gets totally smooched. Yeah, that seems so British 1900s. So anyway. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I know. We're talking about France here, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That would be, that's curious. That would be curious. No, I mean, it's, it's so, like, time oh. Like, I'm not, I'm not critiquing the story. I'm just getting, like. No, I mean, just, now I'm curious about, just, like. Just the, for fun. Just for yeah. fun. I'm getting into it. Yeah. Um, the cakes. Holy moly. Yes. They look gorgeous. They were amazing. Like, who catered those cakes? Because. They were, like, Katarina level. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Yeah. I wonder if if she watched the movie, she'd be like, <laughs> like knowing how to make those cakes and stuff. Yeah, they were like gold painted and like all these patterns. Yeah, yeah you're right, Katharina could totally. Make. So I think, yeah, I think dessert was like the that highlighted. Was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Thing. So we also have the song Gaston, which takes place in like a the, his own tavern or whatever I don't know. yeah a tavern <laughs> so yeah so we've we've got lots and lots of beer um, <laughs> yeah and like raw eggs <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah it's the power <laughs> that's the power food eggs right right, right. Eggs. yeah 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 yeah, that's pretty much. All right, so that's the food in the movie. Um, I'd so starve why... before I'd eat with her. Well, Uh-oh. be my guest. <laughs> that's how they like put in the. Well, right. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, that was when because the beast asked her or said, "You'll join me for dinner," and she's like, "No." And he's like, and then, and then he was like, I don't want to eat with her anyway. I'd starve before I'd eat with her. And then was it Gaston? Is like, well, be my guest. <laughs> I yeah, mean, um, right. uh, candelabra. Lumiere. <laughs> Lumiere. I couldn't think of his name. Candelabra. Candelabra. <laughs> right. You're a, you're a candle. I'm a candelabra. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Ewan McGregor, right. yeah. So let's talk about food around the blogosphere. Yeah. What are people cooking? Let's check. Let's check it out. So we've got um, Disney meals. So Disney meals—they've done like a whole menu. Um, this was—they actually did this a couple years ago. Um, so they did, yeah, oh my gosh, they've done, like, a lot, a lot of food. They did, like, artichoke and tiramisu and bunt cake and green salad. <laughs> but it's, like, all based on the Disney animated film. Okay. Um. I think we did see some artichokes in this movie. Cause I, yeah. I think I'd, yeah. Fancy turin, which is, like, a garlic soup. Um, Yeah. So we'll have a link to their, what they've done. Yeah, they have, like, champagne and, I mean, like, faux pink champagne, rainbow cake, French chocolate. Um, 
And then we've got Feast of Starlight did a beautiful Beauty and the Beast menu. So the gray stuff, hors d'oeuvres, <laughs> yeah. And then um, cupcake, beef ragu, cheese souffle, soup du jour. <laughs> so the uh, Feast of Starlight did all those. And then we've got the wonderful Brighton Taylor over at In Literature. So she yes. she's she did like a whole dinner party and like a how to for um, like the rose dome and an ornate chair. Um, but then she also did like French onion soup and cheese souffle and um, again the hors d'oeuvres with the gray stuff. Um, so that's really cool. We'll have a link to that. So if you want to throw your own 1700s style Beauty and the Beast dinner party. <laughs> yes. Can. I love the attention she pays to like authentic food from that time because yeah. I'm like, I'm very, I'm very into that. So yeah, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. So. So and then tell like, us about Kowali Pops. Oh my God. Okay. So I've seen like several like more decorative stuff about and especially including the rose but he made a gorgeous cake um with the rose dome and on one side it is like the um like a stained glass version of the rose on a dome and then on the other side is actually like an actual like 3d rose Mm -hmm. and yeah it's Gorgeous, like we'll link it in the show notes or whatever. But yeah, it's all cake and it's all, um, yeah, decorated. Yeah, it's excellent, beautiful. <laughs> um, tell us what you are gonna make. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, let's get into our own recipes. So I have not made mine yet, like per usual, I'm like waiting till the weekend to like be able to make something. Um, But I'm going to make... So, around this movie, again, I get, like, super, um, like, annoying about the time period. (laughs) I'm like, this is 1700s. (laughs) I'm like, this seems a little shady, so I look it up, and sure enough, like, yeah, I mentioned it earlier, but baguettes, which are, like, all around the film, were not, like, a a thing until, like, the mid-1800s. So I was like, okay, so what was, like, French bread, like, in the, um, in the 1700s? So, 1700s French bread is more like a loaf, and, um, like, I found a couple sources that, including one, I'll I'll call out this blog, um, Sabring the Past, which seems super cool, because they do, like, a lot of historic recipes and stuff, and apparently French bread, as known all over Europe, and including in England in the 1700s, as, like, quote, French bread, um... You would make it with flour and yeast, per usual bread, but you'd also put um, eggs and milk and cook it in a Dutch oven. So, yeah, like, you you roll it out, and you don't have to knead it. It's like a no-knead bread. So, like, you, you, um, like, roll it out. Not even roll it. I mean, just, like, flatten it out and then fold it and then just put it in a Dutch oven and bake it. And good to go. So you, it's like more of a loafy bread and more, I guess, easier to make, I guess, than a baguette. <laughs> and, and more common at that time. I keep thinking of Homestar Runner. The, 
And ah. there's the character named Cheat. He's like, oh, the Cheat. <laughs> but wait, well, it was Strongman. Oh, the Cheat, you brought me my favorite Super Nut Baguette. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Whatever I baguette. Oh. Like, that's a Super Nut Baguette. Oh, it's that's probably hilarious. A fun time, I, so. I don't remember that in particular, <laughs> but I, I still regularly quote Monster Runner <laughs> to this day. Oh my god. Which is rude. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my car phone. <laughs> Strong that was the best. Okay, I anyway. Need to tell me cause I'm like, no, I need, no, I need to go like, watch it. Wait, wait, hold on. In line. My dog. Matt, he's in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you punch someone, you say Douglas. Douglas! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you guys, we're so old, you oh 20 year olds. Oh like, we're so old. All right. <laughs> Wait, I think we need to have, we need to do an episode on Homestar Red. We totally should. <laughs> oh my god, this Halloween, this Halloween, we're doing a Homestar Runner episode. I'm that was a lot of food. <laughs> Teen Girl Squad. Oh my god, Teen Girl Squad. <laughs> what time is it? It's Valentine's Day. Somehow, I know. I wonder if Homestar Runner ever did, had like a Beauty and the Beast episode, or like I don't know, illusion. To, oh, I don't we, know. We, we, I don't we, know how we can bring that back around. <laughs> it was the baguette. It was the baguette. Yeah, the baguette. Was pretty. The baguette. Pretty full circle. If you ask me. So anyway. Yeah. All right. So your recipe. <laughs> Wait. Okay, sorry. I just keep thinking about... I, I used to have a mirror. Got my fingers out of the squirrel and all my ladies in check. Have you found this bear key to my apartment yet? Whoa! <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, roses. So, the thing... <laughs> roses. And chocolate. So, I'm gonna... I rarely know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I love that... I love that you know... Anyway, yeah, we can quote this all night. But like my face is hurting now. I can't get Im- the images out of my head of. <laughs> I need to be like yeah, next to the light switch. You just turn, flick it on and off. What's <laughs> the dance part? Okay, so uh, um, yes, uh, so chocolate roses. So you take a strawberry. You dip it in some chocolate. You stick, put a, put a skewer or a lollipop, you know, like a paper lollipop. Anyway, a skewer will make it longer. Skewer a strawberry dipped in chocolate. And then you make chocolate clay, kind of. Like, so you just melt some chocolate and then add in some uh, corn syrup. And then it you like mix it up and it makes kind of like a clay, but then then you let it chill for a couple hours. And then you can just like peel off, like make little balls and then flatten them out to make petals. So then you take the chocolate covered strawberry as a base and then just put on, press on these little chocolate petals around it uh, until you have a rose, what looks like a rose. So chocolate roses so that's that's the thing but also because i was gonna make chocolate roses anyway i love it that's so <laughs> to go along with a, a book um that is not a beauty and the beast retelling but it has rose in the title 
Anyways, Bl- Blood Rose Rebellion, the author said if it was a food, it would be chocolate. So I'm like, oh, chocolate roses. And it will, like, go along with... <laughs> Uh, it goes along with Beauty and the Beast too. That I also need to do two for food one, for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and but there have been a lot of Beauty and the Beast retellings, like in books too. Like one of them, Robin McKinley's Beauty, is one that is very famous. But it's like a whole novel length hashing out like the perspective of beauty. And then there's Beastly. Anyway, yeah, so many adaptations. But again, it's that. Because what we already talked about, the whole dream of this person I'm going to be with. Right. Is that actually fabulous? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Napkin people. Napkin people. Yeah, if you have a dinner party... Just string up a bunch of little napkins from the ceiling with, like, fishing line. <laughs> yeah, and float, float some spoons and a punch bowl. Yeah, just have good. a bunch of stuff floating around. And then add yeah. some fireworks. That whole scene was, like, so... It was really intense. I was like, yeah, it's, like, fun to watch. And, like, it's a great musical number. But the whole time I was thinking... <laughs> I was just thinking about the, like... I don't think practicality is the right word, but, like, all these people, like, all of these things that are moving around are supposed to, are, like, we have been led to believe that they are people. So, like, that's a lot of people all jumping around. And where on earth did the fireworks come from? Like, what? I was like, this is getting too crazy. If you would like to see um, show notes as well as any of our recipes, go to fishingkitchenpodcast.com. Yeah, and you can find us on the Twitters at FKPod and Instagram at Fiction Kitchen Podcast. And thanks so much for listening. Be, be our guest next time! <laughs>